Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and it, it's just me this week. Uh, Andrew and Parth, both their schedules are kind of all over the place. Andrew's back at Worth, Parth is doing things, and uh, I am all alone. But, instead of leaving you guys without an episode, I decided that, you know, I would get uh, a guest on. One of my friends, why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Joe, and I drive a 2009 Honda Civic, all stock. <laughs> now, I mean, Joe Joe isn't like a car person nope. to the point we are. But, I mean, you, you grew up knowing cars. Like, you watched all the Fast and Furious movies. Because they were so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I think I watched all of them in the theaters. And I loved how I just progressed from street racing to... Crime fighting, crime Dodge fighting, espionage. <laughs> it's not even espionage. They just rob a bank and just destroy half of Brazil or yeah. something. And you're like, oh, when when did Ludacris get so smart all of a sudden? <laughs> right? What's his background? First he hosts races, and now he computer hacks like like nothing. Oh man, I still watch it. But yeah, so so he grew up. I'm sure, like you had a dream car, right? Oh man, I think there was two. Okay, it was it was a as many as probably the Toyota Supra uh-huh. from like the nineties or the Skyline. Uh, yes. are, how did how did those become like? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, I think the Supra came. I, I just I saw it in the streets. Uh. And the th- <laughs> this is so stupid, but the thing I liked about it was the taillights. Oh, the the circle. The circle. <laughs> so not qualified to talk about cars. Like it's it wasn't it was before like it became such a, a an icon in like the racing world or yeah. such a pulp culture icon the Toyota Supra but it was the uh, yeah it was actually the the, the circular um, the taillights yeah that was it uh, I think the Skyline though came it also has circular taillights yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the key oh man <laughs> no you're right. No, that's it. That, that's it. Okay, that's it. Circular, circular taillights. That's how. That's how you get me. I guess. Yeah. Was, was there ever like a point in time where you're like super into cars? <sighs> super, like I think middle school, mm. and it was thanks to Initial D. Uh, uh, a friend of mine introduced me to the to the anime, um, or rather the manga first. Yeah. And I watched. It was a lot of reading, but he, he gave me a couple of the, the earlier volumes, and I just said, you know, is, is there, can I just watch it? Yeah. So, I think back in the day, uh, he gave me CDs or DVDs of, of, uh, of the show, uh-huh. and then I would watch it, and I'd be like, oh man, this is, this is amazing, look at the graphics. <laughs> um, it had like 3D, like... Yeah, 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 when they were like, you know, drifting, or they're, you know, when... Uh, 
the main character is using his uh, uh, his tofu car, as we call it. You know, beating out all these like all the other cars. I was like, wait, what? What car is this? Yeah. And then after some research, it's it's just uh, the Americanized, yeah, a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> and it's like, wow, this is such a such an underdog type of type of story. Uh-huh. And I think from that, my friend being such a huge car enthusiast, I think that kind of made me. I didn't really expand too much, but it was still the Supra, the Skyline, and nope, Supra and the Skyline still. <laughs> Not the Corolla. No, although I think when when I got into video games like like Need for Speed, yeah. I always customized the lower end cars uh-huh. to like its its maximum. So I always chose the 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 Toyota Corolla Twin Cam, which is basically the AE86, and then put that like I'm just gonna put all of the turbo, the engine upgrade, the, the carbon fiber, and just became like this tank that can go to zero to sixty like nothing. Uh-huh. But I think yeah, middle school is probably uh, the height of my you know interest in cars. Because I, I I remember like the uh, the reason why we like started talking so much was because that one time I helped Joe is a teacher. And one time he asked around to see if there were any like chaperones that wanted to go on one of the field trips. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think on the way there, all we talked about was cars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was a zoo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cars is. I mean, such a great topic, and I'm so not qualified to talk about the ins and outs and the specifics and uh-huh. whatever. But I mean, we're in California. Everyone drives one, so at one point. You're gonna have to talk about it. Yeah. And then you, most people, they bought one or they were handed down one. It's yeah. like, why this particular car? Uh-huh. Like, for me, why a Civic? Because, well, I really didn't have much of a choice on a <laughs> Civic. Um, but between a Civic and other, like, Honda brands, it was because it was just reliable, it was uh-huh. cheap, gas efficient. I mean, yeah, so that's about it. Well, what were your, like, choices? At, at that point. Okay, so this was a, a couple of years. No, this, I can't say a couple. It's like a decade ago, um, where there was a there was a law or not a law, but there was a thing the government did was like cash for clunkers, where uh-huh. the government will give you a stipend or a discount, so to speak, yeah. for your gas guzzling cars because they want to uh, promote fuel efficient cars. Mm. So back then, I had like a '93 Lexus 400, which was my was passed down like three or four times from like my uncle to my dad to me it was my first car i loved it because it was a lexus and then three months paying after you know getting the car three months after and paying for the gas yeah man that thing ate up so much gas even though gas was like a dollar something back then and it was time for an upgrade uh-huh. so it was i think the deal the cash for clunker deal was going to end like on a particular weekend uh-huh. like on a sunday and the night before saturday i was talking to my dad like hey dad if we trade in our cars we can get up to five thousand from the government which seems 5, like a 000. lot it was five thousand so the, the two brackets were and listeners correct me if i'm wrong three thousand and five thousand where the difference between the average miles per gallon yeah is at a certain number you get the five thousand if it's below you get the three thousand back so mine being a lexus which i think was only like i don't know 15 to the gallon or something like that (laughs) um great car 
You know, it's just it just ate a lot of gas. Did it have like some other nice issues with it? Oh yeah, no, it had tons of issues. Um, one of the issues was my driver window didn't work, uh-huh. uh, which is not a huge issue, but it was fixed to the point where you had to get. If I were to roll down my windows, um, I have to take the wires and I have to basically pop my hood, yeah. put it onto the battery, and it sends a charge to the to the window <laughs> so that it rolls down. It's a power window. And to uh, roll it back up, I think you have to go to the negative side or whatever, uh-huh. and it rolls back up. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's one minor issue. My, uh, my, okay. That's a minor issue. <laughs> yeah. Because I can just keep my window up. It's just when I show people, like, hey, let me show you how I roll my windows down. <laughs> they see me, like, opening the casing of my driver door, getting these two, those little stereo speaker wires. Yeah. Popping my hood. And then, like, just, <laughs> just pulling it to the battery. Um, the other part that was terrible was um, uh, even though it had a, a key fob where you can, you know, unlock yeah. and lock remotely, um, that didn't work. You couldn't put the key inside the driver door. Uh-huh. I jacked it up because I was in a hurry. So in order to lock my car, you have to put the key in the driver's door. And yeah. then you turn a certain way twice and it locks all the, the all the doors. Yeah. So I did that, but I was in a rush. So halfway, you know, for the key to reset to its default position, yeah. I, I pulled it out really quick. Uh-huh. So it messed up all the, 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 oh. the bearings or whatever. So you can't put the key back in. <laughs> Which sucks because in order to open my door, I have to turn the key on the passenger side yeah okay unlock from the passenger door uh press the button to unlock go over to the driver door get in and then uh, turn in the car yeah it was great for my girlfriend at the time Uh uh-huh because she kept thinking wow what a gentleman (laughs) you keep opening the door for me and i'm like yeah i am a gentleman because i you know, I'm being chivalrous <laughs> yeah, and yeah. opening the door for her and having her, you know, go in and me going to the driver's seat. In reality, it's because my driver door is messed up. And the only way to get in was to open the passenger door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 me, baby. I, I'm, I'm a good guy. Um, so that's, again, not a huge issue. Yeah. Actually kind of. It was a bonus because it was impressive to all the dates I brought along. Uh-huh. Um, the third issue was, uh, this one's actually more serious, where, I don't know, what maybe it's electrical wiring inside, but my car would stall. It's an automatic, so it's kind of weird for an automatic to stall. Yeah. But what happens is, if, you, if I turn on the AC, it always happens with the AC. If you turn on the AC, and uh, if I were to accelerate mm-hmm. in a certain way, there's like a specific way, and then I actually test this a couple of times and it works so you pr- when i press my accelerator at a certain degree or an angle uh-huh. my engine would just shut down just shut go. as if like you know you stalled yeah uh-huh. uh, one time i think i was on a freeway in traffic and it basically uh kept stalling like every time the traffic yeah, moved so that was That's... another issue oh. but other than that i love my my lexus had a phone in the middle with the, the cord oh the car phone yeah the car phone so luxurious it didn't work obviously <laughs> but you can press buttons on it and uh-huh. it made noise that's cool i had a little mp3 player and i would use the cassette with the aux cable oh to yeah. Play. yeah 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 sometimes the cassette player does not detecting my is not detecting my mp3 player yeah so i have to kind of like 
tap the, the cassette player. It's like put my finger inside, kind of like tap it around yeah. to get it to work. Oh, last thing, my odometer and my uh, the needles on my dash didn't uh -huh. always work. Oh, lovely. So not a huge problem, but sometimes I didn't know how much gas I had in there, um, <laughs> how fast I was going. That was that was fun. That was that was my first car. Uh -huh. uh, I loved it because it was my first car and it had. It was a Lexus. You yeah. Know, what like, and it's the LS one. So that's like the oh, the the top of the line. Yeah, like the it's like the, you know, like the Benz, like the yeah. E class or something. You yeah. know. So I think for 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 me to have something like that was was kind of a big deal, and then I traded that in for an old nine Civic. <laughs> <laughs> so the story about the Civic was I was at the dealership and there was a ton of people because they're trying to lock in on this cash for clunkers deal. Mm -hmm. The sales rep just came up to us and said, "Hey, look, like, uh, I'm not gonna lowball you or any, like, or just mess with you, but you know, sticker price, because uh -huh. we don't even know if we're gonna get the money back from the government. As you can see, everyone here is trying to get a car, yeah, and sticker price, and then show me the car that you got, and then we'll work from there." Oh man, yeah, because like three thousand or five thousand, we're trying to get rid of the MDX, and the most the government will give us for that is like fifteen hundred right now. 1500 yeah. yeah i mean and that's now right so yeah. 5000 back then that pretty much covers i think the like the fee the taxes and stuff yeah. like that why a honda i think the american uh, brand like ford yeah. during that time actually gave more incentives because uh, you had uh, the cash for clunker you had the manufacturer ebay you had all these other stuff that they made up yeah just to try to get their cars but it's like ford i don't know yeah, it's no. just not reliable as a Japanese car. Yeah, in that era, you, the only cars you really wanted were a Japanese car or a German car. And German cars were more expensive. Right. Things from, like, America and Korea at that time were just awful. Yes, at least they had a <laughs> reputation of not being great. Yeah. So the choices were, yeah, the, it's either like, yeah Honda or Toyota. I jumped on the Honda because uh, a friend of mine recently bought a Toyota Corolla. Uh -huh. um, I, I didn't want to have the same car as him. I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get you. Yeah. Uh, we stuck to a Civic. But we did actually, while they were fetching like what Civics were available at the dealership, yeah. we went across the street and because there was a Toyota dealership there. Mm -hmm. There weren't actually a lot of people there, but they basically told us the same thing. Sticker price, what we have is what we have. Yeah. Right? And then all they had was a Cor Corolla, and I think there was like a Camry there too. Uh-huh. Not a knock on anyone, but I felt like a Camry is too family. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I get you. A little too family. Too beige. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want the Corolla because a buddy of mine had the Corolla. Uh -huh. So we went back to the dealership, and then uh, my parents were there, and uh, we were actually going to trade in two of our cars, the Lexus that I had, and a Ford Windstar. Um, anyways, all the common choices were there. You had the Civic, you had the Fit, uh, you had the CRV, uh -huh. uh, and you had the Accord. So for me, being you know me at the time, I was like, I want the SI. Uh. <laughs> Shot down, man. Uh. Uh, yeah, the guy was like, nope, no SI. Base Civic models. My parents, being my parents, they kind of gave me like an ultimatum, like, hey, you know, we're gonna get an Accord. Um, do you want to get an Accord? And I'm like, I'm not going to get two cars, the same yeah. ones in the family. So my choices were the CRV, the Civic, or the Fit. Uh-huh. I got inside the Fit. It was pretty small. Okay. I, I'm six yeah. foot four. <laughs> Joe is one of those 
very rare, really tall Asians. Yeah, I'm six foot four. Um, I got inside the fit, and it was small. When I turn around, I can pretty much reach like the back. Yeah. You know the glass, like just touching the glass there. So I was like, okay, maybe not a fit. So it was between a Civic and a CR or CRV. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, hey, um, get the car, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then after a while. When your sister gets her license, uh-huh. we're just going to hand this down to her, yeah, and we'll just get you a new one. Uh-huh. That's a sweet deal, because me and my sister, we're about three years apart, so I figured in the next, I don't know, let's say three years, like she'll get a new car. Yeah. So I'll just have to drive this Civic or CRV for three years and get my car. Uh-huh. For the sake, I think it was for the sake of my sister. <laughs> she's tall, but she's a little bit skinny. She's skinny. I was like, I think the Civic will be the best yeah. fit. so i got the civic for her and yeah about six hours at the dealership finally got the civic Mm -hmm. and then that's the car i still have now Uh. and the reason why i have it now it's not my sister doesn't have it is because she never got her license (laughs) so i i kind of got like i got robbed from this deal man (laughs) you could have had a cr (laughs) i could have had something else but yeah um, but I love I love my Civic. It's a nice car. Um, I still hasn't given up on me. Yeah. Yeah. Even though sometimes you wish it would. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> and here's the thing: when you buy when you buy a Honda, like, you're gonna drive it, you know, through the ages. Yeah, it's gonna last forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not entirely ready to let go. Although, when the opportunity comes, like, I'm I will probably would like to upgrade to a new one. Mm-hmm. It's not breaking down. It's just I would like to drive something newer. <laughs> I'm hoping since I have a, I have a family now, mm-hmm. I have a 15 month old wife, and just trying to trade it or sell it so I can upgrade to a more family type car, like a Camry or the Accord. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, so the reason why I thought it would be interesting to bring Joe on is because a He's uh he's not super nerdy car enthusiast. Heck no. And that comes with its own benefits in that he's married. That's <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're trying to say. But he, but being married, uh, he now has you know wife and kids. Yeah. So I wanted to ask like how has starting a family kind of changed your view on on cars per se? Dude, um, it's not about me anymore. When you have a family, like you think about the family, like yeah. you think about what's good for the wife, uh, my 15-month-old, my year and a half-year-old son. Yeah. Um. So, I can't get the new Type R. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can't get the new Type R. I can't get the M3. I can't get you know like the 96 Celica off Craigslist, uh-huh. even though it has like some value to it. I can't get the Type R Integra anymore. Uh-huh. You know, even though, like, at one point in my life, it's like, man, I really wanted that Integra. <laughs> because you obviously can't have that with uh, with a toddler, uh-huh. you know. So now my my views on cars is so much adulting. Like, it's on safety. Mm-hmm. It's on practicality. Um, not to say that the Type R is not, because I, I sat in one at the auto show. And, yeah. Man, you, this is roomy for a Type R. Uh-huh. Um, but... Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking for my kid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking. So recently, I've been looking at cars that are like you know mid-size SUVs, like uh-huh. the Honda Pilot or uh, or minivan, you know, because uh-huh. 
me growing up as an Asian American, you know, each Asian American family, you gotta have either the Toyota Sienna or the Honda Odyssey. Uh huh. Yeah, either those two, or maybe the Nissan Quest. Yeah. Right? But <laughs> those pretty much are your choices the Sienna and, and the Odyssey. And We're um, back in the day, the Previa. The Previa. We call, my friends and I, we call it the, the Eggmobile or uh. the spaceship. <laughs> and that's actually the cars I'm looking at because. Uh, it's just family oriented, you know. Right now, when you think about getting your next car, would you lean more towards the big SUVs or or a minivan? Mm. Yeah, talk to this uh, to my wife. Oh, that's the other thing. When you get married, it's not about your. <laughs> it's not you, you and you, not car you want. It's actually the car your wife wants uh, out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? She's gonna kill you. <laughs> But then she'll say, but it's the car I want, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, it's it's really, um, we, we put our inputs together. We put our thoughts yeah. together. But it's not just like, baby, I, you know, I want my I want my type R. Yeah. She'll be like, uh, what about our son? Uh-huh. It's like, you can, put, you can put him in the back. It's a sedan. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's got yeah. plenty of room back yeah, there. Yeah, plenty of room back there. And she's like, um, what, what about the stroller? What about the groceries? We go to Costco. And I'm like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, no, nah, it's not like that. So uh, when I talked about, you know, getting a new car with my wife, mm-hmm. she said she, she liked the Pilot. But went to the dealership recently. We saw the Pilot. We found that. Uh, the minivan, like an, like the Odyssey, was more uh, efficient for us. Yeah. Because it just had more room and it had more efficiency to it. <laughs> this is, sounds so stupid and geeky, but automatic sliding doors. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know, like, living in an age where you don't have to, like, touch something and it just, like, operates. Yeah. That's just mind-blowing. <laughs> you know, like, I don't even have to touch a door and it just opens. Like, I think that was kind of like the sell point. Yeah, there's dad talk right That's there. This is straight up dad talk, man. So, because of the space and stuff like that, I think yeah. it was it worked out better for for a minivan. Yeah. And that's actually what we're you know, trying to trying to look for. Uh-huh. Well, here, good news, okay? If, if you are to get a minivan in the future, there are a couple new choices coming out. This is some car news that you know we don't we don't normally cover on the show because it's minivans, <laughs> but, but there are two new minivans coming out. Uh, the Toyota Sienna. Oh man, look at that grill! <laughs> yeah, so it, it's got a new design that's you know these days they're trying to make it look more like an SUV and whatnot. I think if you cut the back window panel and like kind of move the rear tires out, that's your Rav Four. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny too, because I also kind of see a little bit some Supra lines in there. Some like super- if you look at the rear wheel arches. Oh, okay. If you okay. look at the bulges. Uh, I think all-wheel drive is available on all the trim levels now. Uh, on, a, on a Sienna? Yeah. They're they're saying it's gonna do a class leading 33 miles per gallon. That's impressive. Right for a minivan. The thing is, the one thing that I find kind of a downside of the Sienna is that the middle row doesn't come out. Well, that's because I'm looking at one of the pictures. <laughs> is the middle row reclining? Yeah, it's reclining. With the, with the feet, like with the footrest, <laughs> like 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 grandma, grandpa's old chair. Yeah, yeah, your lazy boy, your oh first my class gosh. seat. <laughs> we are we are in the future, guys. <laughs> My wife would love this. 
she she loves to put her feet up in everything. <laughs> which is why goes back to kind of my point. Which is why a, a mid-sized SUV wouldn't work because mm-hmm. there's just not enough space for the for the foot. <laughs> which you know, I turn over and her foot's right against my armrest. It's, <laughs> it's, I love her so much. <laughs> so that's the twenty twenty one. Sienna that's coming out. Your next option, that's coming out probably 2022 in the States at least, is going to be the new Kia Sedona. Ooh, or Kia. as it's known around the world as the Kia Carnival. You know how I was saying the, the, the Sienna was trying to be designed to look like an SUV? Sure, sure. Uh, here's the new Kia Carnival. This one's straight up SUV. <laughs> it looks like straight The new Kia Carnival, I mean Sedona or whatever you want to call it, basically looks like an SUV right up until you get to the back it looks like an SUV from the front the side and then you get to the back and you're like ah that's a minivan because there's only so much you could do to disguise uh interesting thing about this is that in like markets like probably Korea or other countries you could get this car with up to 11 seats 11 seats yes that's like those um passenger vans or yeah whatever, yeah right? yeah or like those shuttles that yeah they, that's amazing i'm looking at some of the pictures and hey that's pretty nice so i'm guessing in the states you could either get it with seven or eight seats because you can't fit 11 americans in there. <laughs> it's going to be going to korea q3 of 2020 and the rest of the world later missed opportunity here it looks like an suv can't get all-wheel drive on Oh, really? But it, that's promising. I mean, if I really need to take 11 people somewhere, yeah, I guess that's what I... I, would, I don't know. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. You've got four choices in terms of minivan. You have the Chrysler Pacifica. You have the age-old, reliable Honda Odyssey. And now you have the new Toyota Sienna and the Kia Carnival. Based on what I've seen right now, um, I think I'm going for that Sienna. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, 33 miles to the gallon? That's... That's a that's a good sell. That's like that, yeah. That's that's two that's two and from Vegas like in a in a tank. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how we measure things here in California. Yeah. How will it get will it get to Vegas in a tank? <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna be our show for this week. This was the family friendly episode of the Curbside Podcast. Oh, is it family friendly? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, guys, it's going to be a shorter show this week, as you can probably tell. Just something different for you guys while my other two co-hosts are on their break. I think your listeners are going to like be reduced by half. And yeah. like, Minivans? Mini, what is this? Unsubscribe. <laughs> this guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. Uh, thank you guys for listening, as always. Uh, um, you can find us at thecurbsidepodcast.com. Uh, where you find the link to all our different platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that jazz. You can also find us on social media, uh, Instagram, The Curbside Podcast, Twitter, at CurbsidePod, and Facebook.com slash The Curbside Podcast. Thank you to Kid Dope for the theme song to our show, Fast Cars and Wild Hearts. Thank you, Joe, for being on the show. Thanks for having me on here. This has actually been a good good experience. Yeah. I mean, this is really nothing outside of what we usually talk about. Yeah, exactly. The only difference is, I guess, other people are listening. Or so we think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Joe. laughs> That's all. Uh, but as always, my name is Jeff. Remember, drive safe, and life is too short to drive boring cars. Well, in this case...
I guess we are talking about boring cars. <laughs> Tell me once you get a family, man. <laughs>